Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head on, she found her voice, literally. And now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more, live more, and give back more. Now, let's get celebritized. Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry. Hello and welcome to Get Celebritized. This episode, I'm gonna be spotlighting a TEDx speaker to be. San Diego is having a TEDx event. It's called Seeds of Change. And they've got a lineup of phenomenal speakers coming up on June 11th, 2023. And my guest today is Chief Dream Enabler, Patricia Salas. And she is gonna tell us all about how she wants to change the world and what her story in TEDx Talk is all about. And maybe we can get her to give us a little inside scoop on how she landed a TEDx uh, position in a TEDx stage and walking out on that, that coveted red circle that all of us speakers love to be on. So now let me officially bring up the beautiful, the dynamic, the phenomenal Patricia Salas. Welcome to the show. I just kicked you right off and brought you back up properly. I'm so glad you could be here. Is it, do you like to be called Pat or Patricia? Pat, please. Pat, wonderful Pat. Well, I'm glad you could be here. I have heard such wonderful things about you, and I know you're excited about being on the TEDx stage coming up. So let's dive in first about who you are and how and why you decided to land a TEDx speaking engagement, which is many people's dream. I know it was for me when I ended up being on the TEDx stage in 2021. So, you know, it's been such an honor and such a treat to be part of this. I'll give you a little bit of background on me. I run a very large insurance agency with a national footprint and we are hyper-focused on Medicare Advantage. So we only serve seniors. And I think that has to do with why I was asked to to be part of the TEDx um, group of speakers. I'm pretty well known within our industry and um, and I'm highly devoted to the people that we serve. So um, the reason that we do what we do and the talk that we're presenting is all around how seniors serving seniors helped me to find my path, my passion, and in doing so, allowed me to work and help so many others. And, um, and it was by using empathy, compassion, and kindness. And it turned out that kindness was actually extremely good for business. And using the human-to-human -human concept, right, of treating people the way you want to be treated. Um, made a huge difference for sales and it allowed us to grow. So that's that's the the idea behind the TED Talk we're doing. Well, I love that, Pat, because, yeah, people remember how you make them feel. We all know that for sure. And, of course, kindness is part of what makes everything grow and blossom. So good for you. Uh, on that note, did you seek out 
to do a TEDx? Was this like a dream of yours? Or tell me how these these two cross happened to to cross these paths cross because it is such a perfect blend on what you do and who you help. You know, it was it was just something that that happened, and I'm very lucky, fortunate for having it have happened to me. I think I've always I'm a big follower of TEDx and TED Talks. And um, I love them. And I never thought I'd be one. I think I always wanted to be part of the whole group. Um, and I was recommended. So there were, I belonged to an organization called YPO. And there were a few people within YPO that recommended me without me knowing. And, um, and I received a call from TEDx and they said, would you be interested? And would you be willing to, um, you know, do the the um what do they call it when you go in and you you do it like the, the application yeah. and said, sure i'd be honored to and um i didn't know how to do it so it wasn't something i was familiar with but you know i responded and filled out the paperwork and then um recorded a spot and and thankfully they decided that they wanted me on so it was very very moving very touching and quite an honor what are you hoping that it'll do for the world? Tell us the title, if you know the title already of your talk, and what impact you're hoping to make on the world because of making this amazing, I don't want to say speech, but presentation that will last a lifetime and go worldwide. You know, I don't know if my title's finalized yet. They've changed it a couple of times, but it revolves around compassion and empathy in the workplace and hiring people that display these um these attributes. So that's that's what it is. What the final name will be, I'm I think they're still on that. But you know, one of the things we do is we have to help a lot of seniors. Seniors are our clients. And when they come to us, many of them are in very difficult situations, financially more than anything. Yeah. Um, as you can imagine, if you are low middle class or lower income class, making it and you know, making ends meet month to month gets harder and harder as prices go up and you live on a fixed income. So we deal with some very sad stories and mm -hmm. we have to understand them, empathize, and then try to help them find solutions so that they get a little bit of that pain and frustration dissolved or lifted. So we call it sharing in on their pain and, um, and by doing so, creating additional joy, right? So what we figured out behind this TED talk was really amazing. It was the fact that not only were we serving others and helping them, but in doing so, we were helping ourselves. Um, yeah. A large number of my staff um, has had quite a bit of, you know, um, you can call it issues, challenges in their own life, everything from abuse to coming from, you know, war-torn war countries, um, to having had some really just tragic and traumatic events in their life. Um, some of them lived in homelessness and other things. But what that did was when they came to us, we don't hide the story. We don't require that they put on a new face and a new suit in order to come to work. We actually accept them as they are, and we don't believe that those stories define them. We believe that they help them become more empathetic and understand others who might be in pain or might be in need of assistance at a deeper level. So what we have learned happens is that when you have someone who has suffered or has gone through this themselves, and they're given the opportunity to serve someone else and 
reduce that person's amount of pain, stress, anxiety, um, the connection, the bond that's built between these two human beings is really deep. And in doing so, it helps the person who had the trauma from before heal because there's a reason for what happened and now they can use it in a positive way. And the person who's currently in a pickle feels like, you know, they hit the lotto because they found someone who actually gets them. Wow. And in that, in that cross, right, in that match that we find, one of the things that we see happening is a lot of love develops. The seniors love their agents and the agents begin to love their members. And when that happens, the dedication and the commitment that comes out naturally is higher and deeper because you now have this very personal relationship with who would be your client. And that's when we begin to treat them like family because they kind of become an extension of our families. Well, and why would I interrupt? But do you, this like is you're just drawing me in because as I reach the age of over 60 now, I'm thinking, hmm, what age is a senior? I want you to tell me. But do you have this? I know you're over in San Diego. Is this something, a service that seniors can get anywhere in the country? And how old is a senior? What, what is the age? So, are Medicare beneficiaries. They start at 65. Some of them get Medicare, you know, due to disability before that. But um, we do have a national footprint. So we have offices in Florida, in Texas, in California, Arizona, and in New Mexico. And what we're doing now is we cover the rest of the country telephonically. So oh, that's okay. But you are able. Like, I'm in Georgia. You could service the well, seniors. No problem. I love that. That's great. And I'm really drawn into your story about this love and compassion. And it's more than just, you know, selling them a product or service. It's like you seem to just put your arms around them and love all of them. And as I hit this older age myself, I realized you really do need care and hope and support just by getting older in this, you know, last quarter of our life, which are let's say our last 30 years of our life. We do need people like you to help navigate through it. And somebody like you and your team that cares so much, how wonderful to know you're out there. I know your TEDx is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to share it with everybody. Uh, your, uh, envision your caring and when you're talking about hiring your staff as well this whole thing it's not just your clients but your team is also empathetic and loving and you remind me of when i did my events my live your legacy summit events at the hilton's and i happened to be talking to them they were in the midst of doing some hiring and we just got into this conversation and they happened to tell me that when they go to hire anywhere in the world into the Hilton community, the Hilton family of staff, when they're looking for anyone that is going to deal with people, customer service, anyone that's going to be out in the front, people, the key things they look for isn't their skill sets. It is their personality, their empathy, their love, their joy, their kindness, that personality, because they said, if you don't have that and that general love for the people, no matter what your job title is, then they can't teach you what you need to know and come out the right way. In other words, they said, we can teach anybody all the tools they need to know, the job, the description, but we can't teach them how to truly love the customer. That has, they have to come with that. Then everything else can be taught. What do you think about that? A hundred percent. You hit it on the nose. I can teach anyone Medicare. I can teach you how to look up a plan and how to review medications, but I cannot teach you to care. Mm -hmm. I cannot teach you to put yourselves in the shoes of someone who is in need of assistance or is suffering and feel it 
right? Truly be empathetic. That I can't teach. That that's gotta come with you, and that sets an agent that has members that adore them from an agent that just does the basic, right? They do. They perform a good job. They but they don't connect. What sets us apart is this connection that the members have with us. And um, and it's all got to do with the agents and the agents that we bring on. I'll sometimes, you know, I tell people, hey, my team is a little more drama than some others because they're so emotional. If they weren't, they wouldn't be able to connect with their members the way they do. If they weren't, they wouldn't pick up the phone at 1130 at night because they took a call just seven minutes before that from a member and said, no one's answering the phone. I need help for this member right now. And, you know, and. And I think it's my job to answer that call and go, yeah, we got to take care of the member right away. That has to do with this complete dedication that we have to them. And if they expect us to be there, then we have to. So, Pat, on that note, when you're doing all this great, either care and they're answering the phone at 11 o'clock at night, most of us try to call companies and you get all these recorded options, hit two, hit three, hang up, speak English, speak Spanish. It's like, you know, just to get to a person takes you 20 minutes and you're frustrated and you do all this action and some. So tell me really in a nutshell, how does this make your sales and your business more profitable than companies that don't do this? Because I know at the end of the day, you truly do care and it's not all about how it much better profits are but to run a business it is for whether you have investors or the you know all of that to be able to hire more people so does does this really make a difference and how it's a hundred percent um in california we're one of the top players in our industry um nationally we grow very quickly and get accepted no problem but i think our our call to fame is that almost 60 percent of our monthly production comes from referrals and the referrals come from human beings. They don't come from the internet. They don't come from, you know, the TV commercials. We do all of the regular advertising and marketing anyway. But the number of referrals that we get are from seniors who are showing reciprocity. They are so grateful for what we've done for them that they go out of their way to find other people to meet their agents. And that makes all the difference. So when you look at our acquisition cost for new members, it's one of the things that gives us quite a bit of padding, right? Because it's coming directly from another client and that client is, it's singing our praises. And that to me is the greatest thank you of all. What you just said, Pat, I don't I want to make sure the listeners and the viewers really hear that. That is such a great profound business strategy tip as well, that you all get referrals. And when so many businesses, I mean, it's that price, that act, that customer acquisition, that dollars and cents, that Facebook ad or, or social media ad, that getting powerful influencers to use your product or talk about your product, you do it the old fashioned way, which is good customer service and getting referrals. Like back in the old days before social media it was all about tell a friend, tell a woman, you tell a woman, that's the best advertising. If they love you, they'll tell everybody. And if they don't like you, they'll tell everybody. <laughs> we got that for sure. And obviously this is working. And I think we need to kind of go back to old fashioned good customer service because then you will get referrals. You won't have to say, now please go tell your friends and all this going on. Yes, I'm glad you're doing everything else. You're doing your ads, you're being on social media, you're having a digital footprint where you need to, of course, but you just said your main foe, your main 
bulk of new clients flows in organically through referrals. That's a huge testament of your business and your customer service. That's huge. Thank you. Congratulations, congratulations. So by doing this, tell me a little bit more about how this business that you do, how long have you been doing it and why you thought that the TEDx stage would make a difference? You know, when when I spoke to TEDx, it was interesting because my knowledge is in, in sales market penetration and how do we grow a market? So I said, oh, you want me to speak about that? And they were like, oh, no, we don't want you to talk about that at all. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to talk about? And they said, what's your secret sauce? What makes you different? And it was really a very deep internal dive to understand what was it that made us different. And it's made me a better person. It's made me a happier business person because I didn't realize the power that really fueled this whole thing was the fact that we accept our team as they are. We don't ask them to change. We ask them to serve with excellence and heart, right? So when they come, my job is to train them. As you said, they come already as good human beings. But when they have that little chip in their shoulder and the need to prove that they can be better and help someone, which a lot of mine do, they find this, this what I provide them with is, a, is an avenue or a, a path to deliver, go to a level that they were not expected to ever hit. Suddenly, financials change dramatically because the income keeps coming. But I can tell you that my top sellers who make a lot of money don't know what they make and could care less about that because they're addicted to their members. And, you know, we get paid and we don't charge anything for our services. So we get paid in daily blessings. We get paid with empanadas and, you know, tacos and trinkets. Oh, you. Wait a minute. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> Our seniors go on holiday and they bring us gifts. It's, of course it's they do. Fun, you know, and, um, and I'll that my top ones for sure, at least once or twice a month, they're in, um, they're in family parties for our members. And then, you know, and you'll you find hear about this, Pat, anywhere else. I mean, I've not heard of a business really running like this is great. So it's like you're all you must have a huge family of thousands doing it this way. Yeah, it's fun. And it's um, and we do act like family and we fight like family and we defend them like family. You know, so I, I was telling someone who was once interested in, in buying us, I said, I don't know. I don't know that you're, you're, you can handle us. <laughs> you know, we're kind of special. Very and, special. Yeah. And, and it works. It works for us. But I think that in any industry, if you were to find someone who loved to do this, right, maybe you were selling exercise clothing and you were selling them to somebody that was heavier set. Find someone that's been heavier set, that's gone through the weight loss, that wants to sell the clothing and understands that client. And when that heavy set person comes in and they're interested. They don't want to be judged. They don't want to be looked at. They just want to be helped and say, Hey, look, this is what you need. I did it. It works. And you know, it just makes you feel like, okay, I'm coming and let me do it. And then let me bring the rest of my friends that are in the same boat so that you can help them. That's kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, in another example, right? It's just no judgment. We don't wonder how you got here. You're here. Let's fix it from here and let's get it done. Um, but we accept everyone the way they are and, and there's a lot of love and there's a lot of reciprocity and the more we do, the more that comes back, 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it may be karma reversed. It's good luck. I don't know. But it works really <laughs> nicely. Well, you know, I'm excited for you because I remember my journey to the TEDx stage and I didn't know what I was going to talk about either. I didn't come to the TEDx stage saying, I have an idea. Many people do. They know what they want to talk about. They want to get on that TEDx stage and they apply to lots and lots of different stages and events and they're on course. You sound similar to me. I didn't know I was approached and what I talk about. And at just listening to you, I know this is going to be a phenomenal presentation for TEDx. Uh, Even though I don't know exactly what this presentation is going to be, I can just tell it's going to be so full of heart. We're going to learn new ideas. We're going to hear different ways of doing things. They were always maybe done one way and now doing it this way, looking how it can really go back to, you know, old times, back to people loving on people, back to that brick and mortar, mom and pop, knowing your customer's name, getting not, not throwing the Maybe out with the bathwater with not having technology, but blending both to bring in those two technology and a hometown spirit together. You showing us how it can be done and be successful, you know, which is so important. Let me ask you this without you mentioning any company names. Mm-hmm. What maybe is one or two of the companies that you know without saying their name? What is something maybe they're doing wrong or that they could, if they would change this one idea that you're going to so blessed the TEDx stage with that they're doing wrong that if they just fix this they could do things better what is there a mindset or some kind of protocol that they're doing that just you see they only wouldn't do that and don't mention names (laughs) sure of course um i well i'm in the insurance industry right so i can tell you within my industry okay um the very first thing we do with a member is we give you an id number so you lose your identity your name your everything because you become member one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? And that's how we find you. And that's the first thing we ask. Sometimes they fail to ask for your name. They're like, what's your member ID number? And that begins a very impersonal conversation. I think that in my opinion, the first thing you wanna do is connect to the person at their name, understand the reason for their call and connect there to the actual human you have on the other line. Not, it's not an ID Pat. number, it's not a bunch of numbers. <laughs> Pat, oh my gosh. Talk about, you're so, I'm so glad you're on the TEDx stage because you're showing the power and the value in a person's name. And you know what the first thing they do when you go into prisons, they take away your name and you get an ID number. Mm-hmm. And it's like taking away the identity. And you're just enlightening me that that's taking away part of the person when you slap a number on them instead of having their name. Correct. That's just powerful. Oh my gosh. Well, you could, I could see you're going to run with this. That's, that's what TEDx is all about. That presenting new ideas. And just by saying the one thing people do wrong right off the bat, and they probably don't even realize they're doing it. Whatever company, many companies, not just insurance companies do that. Okay. Here's your ID number. And then, yeah, okay. You need one if you have thousands of customers, but put the name first and then your ID number and keep addressing them by name like your team and staff obviously do when they call. I'm sure they're not saying at 11 o'clock at night, hello, number 10105642. They're saying, hello, Mary. Hello, John. Exactly. And you're saying that makes a huge impact and I'm already feeling that. Yeah, my agents usually take a picture of their members and save the picture and the phone number on their cell phones so that when they're talking to you at whatever time you do call them, they have a reminder of who you are and they have notes on, you know, you had Fluffy the kitten and, you know, you you live alone or you recently lost your spouse. 
because we want to make sure that we're mindful to that and that we're checking in, not so that we connect better, but because we care, right? And if we truly care, taking those additional notes help and make the person feel feel heard and feel seen and understood and they feel they're talking to someone that actually cares. Well, and yeah, and it's what Maya Angelou, you know, quoted where people don't remember who you are. They remember how you make them feel. It's that feel. Oh my, and you know, when I was, I did Mary Kay for many years and my age is showing, I was trained by her back in the nineties and she's since passed away, but she was so wise and that old fashioned, like you'd want, everybody would want as their grandmother because just lived her life on love and kindness and you can't out give God and give is better than receive. And just, she just couldn't give enough. And she taught us things like you just said there, Pat, that knowing the difference between you can go to the store and buy all the other name brands and the, in the, apartment stores and the malls. But when you have a Mary Kay consultant, they know your name. She taught us to put down their kid's name, their dog's name, the mm-hmm. husband, what the husband does. It was all about knowing those specialties. She never forgot birthdays. Everyone still to this day in the Mary Kay Cosmetics Company gets a birthday card. If you're a direct, uh, I think if you know, everyone gets a birthday card. Then if you're a director, you get a birthday gift. She's very big on those things that make you personable, that make you a person, not just your consultant number, which we all have. So I don't do it anymore, but it gave me such an impact. She made me feel so good that I talk about being part of that industry to this day, and I haven't done it for over 10 years. But the way she made me feel so special and the way that whole company made me and everyone feel so special, that's never left me. See, I'm talking about it already again. A hundred percent. But when someone makes you feel special, you like that feeling and you do it for others. And that's the human connection that I keep going back to. The more you enjoy that, you eventually are hooked on that and you want to do it more and more and more and you do it to others and the reciprocity steps in and then you receive it from others. And it's just, you know, it's all day long. I used to do sales back in the day and I remember that I got it in my head that if I didn't get 12 blessings a day, I my luck would like, you know, be faltering. So I counted them daily. I'm like, how many did I get today? And when I stopped selling because I was running the agency, it was, I think I was in the brink of depression because I'm like, oh my God, I don't see the members anymore. I have to see the agents who take care of the members. And it was the hardest thing for me when I transitioned to running the agency um, was to no longer see them face to face until I realized, until somebody said, well, you're doing it for a lot more now. And I was like, okay. You know, and and they don't get to say thank you to you or bless you, but they do it to your team, and that's mm-hmm. how it serves you. And I was like, okay, but yeah. somebody had to stop. They're an extension it. of you. It, they are. It became an extension, and I think that you know that's why we're so different. We're definitely as an agency, we're not the norm. Um, we stick out quite a bit, and it's because we care, and you know we have a, a niche. We are very much pro our members and they know it and the family members know it. So, you know, it's it's it just it feels great to do it when complete strangers place their trust in you. Yeah. You have two options. You either take advantage of that or you do what's right. And Mm -hmm. if you do what's right, because every cell in your body is saying you owe it to them, then you feel incredible every time you do the right thing. You feel like a million bucks and you don't need a check. It's just this thing that keeps happening, <laughs> you know? And the good thing is that we do get paid and we get paid well. 
at the end, but um, but, <laughs> yes, of course. But the true reward comes in how much helping and serving and doing the right thing for others has changed our lives. I can tell you that my team has changed dramatically. We have changed as spouses, as parents, because we see things and we prioritize, you know, fairness, making sure that things are happening correctly, that people are not being taken advantage of. And when it happens, we suffer with them, you know, and, and it's true. When you do spend the time with someone that's in pain, you actually divide the pain. And by doing so, you lift a little bit of the burden of their backs. And, and I think humans, that's part of what we're meant to do. Really, it really was. Well, tell me the name of your company again. I'm putting your website up because now that we know you serve all over the country, it's sbhis.net. What does sbhis stand for? Well, we used to stand for South Bay Health and Insurance Services because we were in the South Bay of San Diego. And then we were in the South Bay of multiple counties in California. And then we were in Texas. And then it didn't make any sense anymore. So we just became SBHIS Insurance Services or SBHIS insurance services but our original name had to do with the location where we are in south san diego yeah i'm so glad you've expanded out i'm so glad you're going to be on the tedx stage i'm putting that website up which is the tedx san diego.com i i know you're sold out the tedx one in san diego is already sold out but people can get on the waiting list but the beauty of that is we're going to be able to see your tedx talk on YouTube when it comes out and with bated breath, we're gonna be watching out for you. So let me ask you, what can we do to support you now that you're gonna be doing the TEDx? What would you like the listeners and the viewers to know most about your contribution to TEDx, to the world, and your your final thoughts on this? You've been a pleasure to have on the show, Pat, and I'd love to have you back after your experience to see post TEDx, what happened to you, your experience, and kind of walk us through that whole thing because this is a lot of people's dreams you know i think that in the business world we tend to see people who have experienced pain and trauma as broken right i don't want those dramas i don't want these issues finally <laughs> i had a manager that came from a very very big university and you know said pat you need to stop hiring people that are so needy and have so many issues and i was like what you know, so then I didn't understand. And I think that one of the things people need to do, especially those who are blessed not to have gone through trauma or severe issues in their life, is understand that those who have and have the ability to care and give back, care at a level much different than ours because they've lived a completely different experience. And when you can bring those into your fold, you can have, some of them could be problematic employees, but you can have some of the most loyal, caring, a little intense employees that <laughs> will care, deliver, and take care of your clients better than anyone you could ever think of. And, um, and I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity. So I think that, you know, don't discard them because they're a little cracked or they were broken up. <laughs> you know, I would challenge somebody, though, to try to find somebody over the age of 21 that doesn't have a couple of cracks in them, that hasn't been through something traumatic, because I don't think any of us get out of this life without having to go through several traumatic things at all different levels. We have little traumas, little obstacles, and then our big obstacles. I've never met anyone that, you know, especially like if you're 35 or 40, oh, life's always been a piece of cake. 
never been through nothing, never been, you know, a spit on or discriminated against or never been through a breakup or been backstabbed. I mean, seriously, you would never be able to hire anybody. We all have cracks and they're beautiful cracks. And the bigger the crack, I like what you said, the, and I've got plenty of cracks. I mean, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. the more, and I love the cracks because I love to give people hope that despite the cracks, you can move on. And because of the cracks, you can reach your hand back and help those people that have those same cracks because we can relate. I can relate to a woman that's been through domestic violence. I can relate to cancer survivors. I can relate to somebody who's had a parent murdered and murdered by the mafia. Not everybody can. We all have our little niches, right? So it's so important. And if you go to try to find people that have no cracks, I don't think they exist. But you said something really really profound that their cracks give them passion they're going to be more passionate to people they're not going to say oh my god i can't believe this client has this problem not again oh another drama queen they're going to understand it they're going to have compassion for it and empathy like exactly what your platform is i would want them with cracks as long as they're there and they're teaching from their scars and not their wounds which means they're not in it all right now they've come out of the main thing and they're ready to say I'm okay now and you can be too. Cause you don't want everybody wallowing it drowning at the same time. Somebody has to already be on the other side and say, I got the lifeboat. I got the lifeline. Let's go. You need that too. But yes, bring on the cracks. And if you do mean somebody doesn't have a crack, let me know. Cause I like to see what that person looks like. The no crack person. I, mean, sure. when you're I don't think you're making it through middle school these days without crack and trauma and holy cow. Yeah, but I think the difference in the cracks is you've got the cracks and then you've got missing pieces. And, <laughs> you know, and it's and it's those that have really had the difficult time that I called not survivors, but warriors, because they had to go against so much. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that I love to help become fabulous because I give them a platform kind of like TEDx and they heal. They, they're, they're good where they're at right now, but every time they do something for someone else, that weight from way back when gets lighter and lighter and lighter yeah. and lighter. And eventually it isn't there, but the gratitude that they have towards the people they serve because they gave them the ability to kind of release that slowly day over day. It's amazing. That's why they're so great at what they do because they're hooked. It's like they're, it's therapy. You know what I call them? I call myself and other people I have, you know, the missing pieces is I always call myself a sur thriver. I'm not just, I didn't just survive all the trauma and I had plenty of it. I sure thrive because I was determined to thrive through it, to make it out the other side and turn around and do some great. Like I shouldn't be able to talk. I have no vocal cord nerve, but I speak anyway, walking miracles. So I thrive through it and I help others have hope. You know, just everything we do helps us thrive instead of just survive. So I love you call them warriors as well. So we are warriors. We're thrivers together. TEDx speakers are the best people in the world because we are there to shine a light on an idea, on a compassion to help this world be a better place. And all of our different ideas and passions and cracks and nooks and crannies and missing pieces, we all come together. And I believe together with the TEDx community, where you have this beautiful puzzle and each one of us is a special piece in that puzzle. And without us in there, the puzzle is not complete. And I remember a very wise person was talking to me, Marcus Black, about the life being a big puzzle. And if you don't show up in this world, then the world will never be complete.
piece because your puzzle piece is one shape that nobody else has that exact shape and it fits in exactly and that little hole will be missing unless you show up and let the world know you're here and how whatever that looks like not everybody will don obviously a tedx stage but show up in your community show up get that job you've always wanted do that volunteer work you've always wanted to do help your neighbor whatever you're feeling you need to show up and do go do that because that is putting your piece of the puzzle to this world to help us all be complete so Pat, thank you so, so much for being here. You're just a joy and a pleasure. I cannot wait to see the TEDx San Diego TEDx talk. The event is sold out, but get on the waiting list. Go to TEDxSanDiego.com and then wait because it'll come out on YouTube. And we all want to throw our hearts over to you and give you digital currency and watch your TEDx talk on YouTube to give you millions and millions of views because the more that see your compassion and empathy and love, we know that it'll be contagious and it'll spread. Pat, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. I am so grateful to you. You have a great day. And everybody listening and watching, I hope you have been inspired to earn more, live more, so you can give back more, feel more love and compassion. Go out and spread love and joy today. Thank you for being here. Until next time, this is Araya saying bye for now. Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamagarry.com. And make sure to follow her at Araya McGarry Productions on Instagram. And join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry.